0: good morning everyone my name is kalia owens and i am here to bring you guys through the nursing lens an interactive podcast where we'll discuss nursing news highlight nursing topics and careers as well as build our nurse tribe so today we're going to talk a little bit about how to really kick off our 2020 and be really well prepared so i'll be talking about three things today your purpose your passion and your plan and these are going to be the three things that you're going to get together in order for you to have that bomb 2020 vision that we're trying to achieve in order for us to accomplish all of our goals and to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success in 2020. I'm feeling a little under the weather, um, but I did think it was really important to get this out to you guys, especially since we're kind of counting down to 2020. This is the time to really be creating your vision boards. I asked a really, really good question on Instagram, and it was pretty much, what is your word for 2020? So really keep that in mind as your kind of first reflection activity is, what's your word for 2020? What's that one thing that, you know, even, Either it's the first thing that comes to your mind or it's kind of inching at the top of your top of your head, the tip of your tongue. Like, what is it that you want to do either differently or better than 2020 that's really going to set you apart? It's this one thing that you can apply uh, completely across the board to anything that you're doing or working on. And it would really set it on fire. For me, my word is bold. Just to kind of read some of the feedback that we got, because I want to make sure we continue to be engaged. And use some of your responses from Instagram and from emails into the podcast. Someone said that they wanted to practice more love, which I was so touched by because we always need a little bit more love. Um, Someone else said undeniable was their 2020 word and that was like a beast to me like when you're undeniable, like, you can't prove me wrong. Like, this is undeniable. Like, signed, sealed, delir- delivered, like, facts. Um, so, I'm really, really excited for that person to really just step into this space of being undeniable. Someone said chill, which is so great. Like, sometimes we just need a season to just chill, just relax, you know, really take life in, really enjoy. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard the article or something, the article where Beyonce took a year off for mental health. And so sometimes just sitting back and relaxing is what we need for self-care. Someone else said focus. I am so in love with focus. I think focus is the key to accomplishing your goals it's kind of my secret weapon whenever I want to do something there is no one that can distract me from it and I will you know my friends will tell you my family will tell you like cutting people off you know separating a space and a time and a boundary for getting something done again it's not forever it's just temporary but really going into this space where you are focused um, and nothing can break that distraction nothing can take you away from the goal at hand sometimes We set so many goals that our goals take us away from our goals. So just remember when you are honing in on 2020, that's why I love summarizing it up to one word. Um, It's really that one thing that you're going to focus on for this entire year all throughout everything. So um, whoever said focus, that is absolutely amazing. Like that's going to be the key to covering ground in 2020 so let's get started with these three major major things that you guys will need in order to kick off your 2020 make sure you have your pen and paper and i'm excited so i believe we're all given three really major things that helps us to discern what our passion is and what our purpose is in life And that's your gift, your calling, and your mission. And I think throughout life, each of these three things sort of reveal themselves to us. And the more we kind of pay attention and the more we fine tune it, the easier it is for us to get aligned with these three things. And so when you see people who are on Instagram or in life just like killing it, right? And I'm not talking about, you know, the people who are like, like fluffing themselves up. But I'm talking about someone that you meet or you talk to or you follow on Instagram and they hit the nail on the head like every single time. Like you are like, "Man, that was for me that's because they're really aligned and i'm a leo so clarity and alignment are like my life missions like if i don't have clarity in something i'm the person that like raises their hand like hey so um i don't understand and everyone's mad at me because they're like kalia what do you mean and i'm like yeah no i don't understand And I think that's good. We should all have a thing that we do that no one else does that, quite honestly, may get on their nerves. Right. And if if you're not doing something so drastically different, um, then you're too much the same honestly. And and that's what I believe. I think that we all have to have something that makes us stand out, right? And so when you think about those three things, right, you think about your gift, your calling, and your mission. We'll start out with your gift. Your gift is something that was God-given, right? It is something that you do that no one else can do. And it's, it's so tough because I think a lot of us want to do things that aren't our gift. and. I think it's great to have, you know, to, to look at someone else's gift and, and be like, man, she can bake a pie or man, she can, you know, speak or man, she can, you know, organize or whatever someone else's gift is. I think we should continue to grow in our gifts. And I think that we should continue to hone our gifts and expand, you know, our toolbox of gifts. But there is very particularly one thing at least right because there are several things that we do well but there's at least one thing that you're doing really 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 well and I'm gonna tell you the secret to really figuring what that thing is is to go back to your childhood most of our childhoods contain honestly the blueprint for who we are. I was recently reading um, More Than Enough by Elaine Roth, and that is definitely going to be our book for January to really kick off and really understand, you know, how to embrace this feeling of, you know, getting away from imposter syndrome, which we recently talked about. So truly feeling like you are enough, stepping into your work and really just embracing the fact that you don't need anything else to be successful you were built with every last piece of success already ingrained in you and you know, I think that's so amazing because I attributed it to things like your DNA. So I'm a science girl. So anytime I need to understand something, I kind of revert back to science. And I think it's amazing that our DNA is already comprised of all the greatness that is ever needed in our life. Like your DNA doesn't change as you grow up, right? And so when we heard Kendrick Lamar's DNA, Everybody was hype. Like, man, it's in my DNA. But think about that. Like, if you truly believed that everything that you ever needed to be successful was already in your DNA, what would you be waiting for? What I mean, what what else would there be? Like you were born with it. It it was already put together in the order that it was supposed to be in. And we're just waiting for this thing to play out. So when you think about like, okay, what is my gift? You know, my favorite thing to do is to go back and talk to my mom or my aunties or my cousins or my uncles. And you hear these stories about yourself when you were a child. And when you think about these stories and even reflect back, I really love um, Michelle Obama's journal. So if you guys haven't gotten that, y'all know that I am a huge, huge proponent opponent of journaling, I think that some of the best breakthroughs and some of the just you know it's just so good for your mental health um but her journal really highlights defining who you are and it's not defining who you are by recreating someone although sometimes it's necessary to put your pieces together and and come up with a new picture. She highlights really looking at who you were as a child and really looking at. What? what you did growing up. And so when you go back to your childhood, look at the good and the bad. Because for a while, we don't look at those things that people deemed, um, quote unquote, annoying, right? So growing up, if someone told you that you were too talkative, right, you may not see that as your calling to be a speaker, because it's already been judged and labeled as something else. So when we kind of go back to our childhoods, and that's why I say journaling is really, really good. When you go back to your childhood, you're going back to your childhood trying to seek a better understanding of who you really are not who someone told you you were so when you go back to your childhood when you ask your parents for these stories when you go back to some of your own favorite stories that you remember think about what made you you did you make friends easily were always the ones sharing were you very helpful were you know did you get an award for you know something in the classroom think about those things because those are the things that are really going to point you in a direction of what your gift is. Your gift is also what people seek you out for. So people know what your gifts are. They know exactly what your gifts are when they meet you. And that's what really attracts them to you. It can be something as simple as you know, I love the way you wear your hair or your style or, you know, I like how you explain that to me. So do a deep dive into your five closest friends. If you don't have five, your three closest friends. And look at what makes you you. Ask them, you know, kind of unapologetically. Just be like, hey guys, why are you guys my friend? What do you see in me? Right? And you'll be surprised what people say about you. You know, it's, it's something about vision that you know for whatever reason there are things that we can't see in ourselves that other people see in us and so we really 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 that's why it's so important I talk about having a good tribe whether it's a nurse tribe or just having a good counsel around you you need people who are going to constantly see things in you and they're going to they're going to push you very very hard to pull that out so please make sure you kick off your gifts with really looking at what your gifts are so going back to your childhood, you know, visiting stories, whether it's through your parents or through your own memories, making sure that you're journaling so that you can get those stories out, process them again. You know, sometimes some of the worst experiences that happened to us as a child were really great experiences that we couldn't process, right? And so your gifts are somewhere unprocessed in your childhood. Write down two at max, three things that you do really 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 well right not just things that you're good at but these are the three things that you are recognizing in your stories from your journaling you know from your reflection that you are great at like man I could do this with my eyes closed in my sleep it just makes sense to me so those are your gifts next We're going to move into your calling. So your calling can be a little bit tough to muddle through, right? Because your, your calling is really the people that you're called to, right? And so when you think about your calling, you think about your calling is who you are led to use your gifts on. The thing about your calling is that you have to enjoy it, right? Like, it's the one thing that you can do that could never make you tired, right? Like, you may need a break, you may need a nap or something like that, but you could do it for free, you could do it for money, you could do it as a hobby, you could do it as a main job. Like, you could just do it because you love it and it comes naturally to you, and it's your thing. So then the last thing, um, and it's, it's kind of like your end goal, right? And so all of this is continuous. So we talked about your gifts. We talked about your calling. Now let's talk about your mission. And we have more than one mission in life, right? I think our ultimate mission is definitely connected to people. I think when we start to seek things just for ourselves, We are happy, but we're not satisfied. And there's a big difference. There are people who have a lot of money and they're not happy. And there are people who wake up every day with just enough, but because they spend their entire days helping people, they are full and they're satisfied. There are people that are comfortable and they're happy, right? They're happy being comfortable. They're happy with their routine. They're happy with their life. But until you start helping people in some capacity, You're never fully satisfied. And I truly think that your mission is defined around what makes you curious so your mission is really centered around your curiosity it's your questions right so when you become curious that's when you start to come up with these missions and so when you start immersing yourself into questioning things that have to do with your calling and things that have to do with your gift that's when you come up with your mission and your mission is what you spend time building right you start finding the answers to those things. You start to put yourself out there, and you start to seek a little bit more. And it's all based on your calling. It's all based on your gift. And now, your mission will make room for you. And so, what happens is when you don't continuously put yourself in that space. And this space is in the space of your calling, in the space of your gift, and in the space of your questions. What happens is all of this passion, purpose, the things that we're looking for, it starts to die down. And that's when you feel stuck, and that's when you feel muffled, and that's when you feel stifled, and that's when you start getting depressed because you're not listening to it, right? And so it comes up as whispers. And this is what Oprah talks about. And this is what Elaine Welteroth talks about in her book, I Am Enough, is that these whispers, you have to pay attention to them. They're, they They're very subtle. It's like you have a conversation with somebody and that conversation made you feel really, really good. Maybe you have a conversation with somebody and you notice that it really excites you. You left that conversation, you felt really good. Maybe you like personal training on the side and you've lost a lot of weight, you're doing really, really good and someone comes up to you and they compliment you and you're like, oh my God, this is how I did it and this was my journey. And you notice that something lights up inside of you when you share that information. And then you notice that that person lights up when you share that information. You walk away and you do nothing with it. But for some reason, it it left you feeling so full. That's what you want to pay attention to. Versus in your mind, you're like, man, that was a great conversation. Or like, man, that really made me feel good. And then you're walking around and you realize that you're full. You're happy. You just gave something to somebody and your cup is running over. And then you start getting more ideas like, Oh, Okay, I could try this or I can do that. When you start that process and you become filled, you become so curious that your cup gets filled again and you get more ideas and more things for you to pour out into other people into the world. And when we don't do anything with that, we get frustrated. So imagine walking around with a cup, and this cup is never emptied, and you have to carry it around. And you've never emptied it, you're not drinking out of it. So it's you You don't have any room to fill it back up. You it's spilling everywhere, because you know, you're carrying it around, you're trying to take it with you, when really, you're just supposed to drink it. You're supposed to drink it down so that you can fill it back up. And I think when we try to just really hold on really tight to things, it makes it hard for us to share it with other people and it makes it hard for us to get it back tenfold. So just remember, as we are being ushered into 2020, remember that you have to change your mindset in order to change your lifestyle. And once you change your mindset, you'll recognize that your life is going to begin to change you'll recognize that the decisions that you are making will change and you have to start with you. And I know we hear this all the time, like start with you, start with you. And you're like, okay, I don't know where to start. Well, here's your blueprint. Here is 20 minutes of where you should start. You should start in your childhood. You should start figuring out what your gifts are. You should start by reaching out to your closest friends and asking them what they see in you. You should do a full assessment. Like from, nursing, from a nursing standpoint, we don't intervene without doing what? An assessment. Your assessment is the key to everything. What is your baseline? Like, take that. Use our use your nursing skills and build on who you are. You need an assessment, right? Like, what what are we assessing? We're assessing who we are, what we like, what we don't like, what your gifts are, and then go from there. Move to what your calling is. Who who naturally gravitates around you. Don't just the nurse yourself. Like that is, that is so cringeworthy to me when I hear young men and young women say that they are just a nurse, especially when we are the backbone of the hospital, especially not just the hospital of healthcare. So just remember, healthcare cannot survive without nursing. So when you think about everything that we know, we have to know just as much as the doctors. We have to be so in tune with the patients. We're the only people that's spending 12 hours with With one patient, right? So, think about all of this knowledge that we harness. You're not just a nurse. You're meant to use everything that you have for something great. And if you don't see it, other people won't see it. So, you have to take a step back and truly, truly see yourself. So, in 2020, when we talk about having 2020 vision, I'm going to end on this. That 2020 vision is not for you to see the future. It's not for you to see, you know, all of these other things down the line. That 2020 vision is for you to see yourself. Because until you see yourself, nothing else is going to be created. Nothing else is going to manifest. Nothing else is going to grow. You have to see yourself first. You have to believe in yourself first. You have to understand yourself first. So many people are walking around here without any self awareness. They're saying I am this person, but their actions are speaking otherwise. So make sure you are aligned to who you truly want to be. You can't sit here and say you want a house, but you ain't saved no money. You can't sit here and say that you want better relationships, but you don't have a relationship with yourself. You can't sit here and say I want a better job, but you trash on your job right now. Like you have to start right now with what you have. And so if you are looking for some motivation to kick off your 2020, start with the basics. Um, Elaine Welteroff's Michelle Obama. Get Michelle Obama's journal. Like I love the whole basis of what, what she stands for, which is you have a story. And I believe we all truly have a story. And so her goal with that journal is to pull the story out of you. So make sure that you get her journal. Again, I will always be providing, you know, either some reflection questions to you guys, either woven into the podcast or in some separate worksheets. Make sure you are signed up for our newsletter because that is where all the goodies come from. And again, just make sure that you are doing the work that you need to do to become the person that you want to become. Another fan favorite of mine is Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes. Again, I would recommend that one on audiobook so that you can truly understand Shonda Rhimes' tone and what she is trying to portray. Those were, I would say, my three life changers or my three game changers um, that I like to recommend because they just point Pull something out of you that you didn't know that you had and you, you truly see yourself in these people. So as we kick off 2020, get excited about your gifts. Get excited about your calling. Get excited about your mission. Ask yourself, like, what, what, what were you put here to do? That's your mission. Um, but as usual, it is always so great to share with you guys. I am loving this podcast. Please be patient with me as I try to find some consistency both in life um, with this podcast and with myself. So I thank you guys for the grace and for sticking with us as we continue to um, just get you information, get you inspired, um, and and keep you rolling each week. Um, So continue to follow us. Thanks. Bye.